Thank you for joining us today on Positively Charged Biz. We are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. Thank you for joining us today on Positively Charged Biz. Today, Tonda and I are going to go over the first four guests that we've had on the program and kind of go through what our takeaways and our insights were with these four wonderful women. Tonda, how are you today? I'm great, Laura. How are you? I am awesome. You know, I can't believe here we are already five episodes in, and we've already had four amazing women on our show, and I'm so excited that we have many more coming up in the future, and we thought it'd be a good time to recap, and let's see what, what some of our takeaways were. So, Tonda, let's let's start right at the beginning with um, Dana Bristol-Smith with Leap to Success. Yes, um, yes, Deanna Bristol-Smith, who, you know, uh, if you listen to the first podcast with Dana, uh, our first guest podcast anyway, uh, she is near and dear to my heart because I sit on the board of Leap to Success and uh, just have seen Dana do great things. And she talked about how it Leap to Success kept her up at night, that she couldn't yeah. sleep and it called her so loudly and that she wanted to start something that was bigger than herself and that she wanted to bring other people together uh, to do that because she had her own successful business and she had been doing it by herself, but does believe as we believe that we are better together. And so she reached out and started talking about it as so many of the women on uh, that we've had on our show it starts with that right with an action and sometimes that's just speaking it out loud um, but to me one of the big things that she talked about was the ripple effect that it has has had you know that uh, the women that come in and lead to success is uh, a nonprofit but Dana likes to call it uh, uh, use for impact instead of a nonprofit that it's for impact. But she talks about the ripple effect because it is uh, an organization that empowers women from homelessness, domestic violence, life change, and it empowers women to speak up for themselves, to have a voice, to discover their voice and transform them. But the ripple effect is their children see that, uh, they see it in their new relationships, they go out into the business world and they they are empowered to speak and know their voice and know that they are worthy. And so for me, that was one of the biggest things I took away from it was the ripple effect that it has from starting with a woman and having her have her voice and how that ripples out into other women in the world and, and affects their children. But what about you, Laura? Ab- what was absolutely. You? And you know what, Tonda, all those takeaways, 100% agree with you. And I think as you were, were speaking, you know, I'm kind of listening to some of the things you're saying, some of the things where you're saying it spoke to her, she threw it out into the universe, and she took action. If we went back to every one of these ladies including ourselves. If you want to really start at the beginning to our first episode, when we kind of explained how we met and we took action, we didn't just sit and have a nice glass of wine and meet someone for the first time. We said, we're going to do this. 
And we made it happen. And I think if for everyone out there listening, I think it's that moment in time where all of the ladies we've had on and ourselves included, we're all living the day to day, right? Every day we kind of have our routines, we have our jobs, we have our families, we have life, right? Life is always happening. But when you decide to not just live life, but to actually take that moment in time and take action upon it, that's when the ripple happens. That's when you start to affect others. Because a lot of times we get caught in our routine. We get caught in the day-to-day or the monotony. And that I feel is unfortunate in a way. I feel like in addition to that routine, Almost every day we should be looking for something that has that spark or something that's a little different. And I was so blown away by every one of these women's stories. And and I'm going to share something with you, Tonda, exactly what you just said. I literally said, by listening to each one of these guest stories, every one of them made me a better wife, mother, co-worker, business owner, all of the above, because each one of them had something to share with us that was that that was left behind. It did start that ripple. And even Dana, you know, I I do speak, you know, as part of my um, business, you know, a lot of times I do different speaking events. And I just was sharing with someone Dana speaking about how to get over your nerves when you get up on stage. I was just sharing that. And oh, I thought to myself, I yeah, she, she, she was great. Like, very precise things to do for if you speak. And I love that. And hopefully someone got something from that because I, you know, I don't speak like you speak, but I, I see myself one day speaking as much as you do. But I was like, if someone doesn't take something amazing from yes. that, that in itself was gold. It was. And that's what's so great about all of these women. But for Dana to the what I take from that, and, and I guess I kind of relate to to her a lot because she was in a corporate setting. She was going out to different corporations teaching executives how to give great presentations or get up in front of their companies and give speeches or whatever the case may be. She could have lived out her entire career without ever doing anything like Leap to Success. She was successful already. She had a career path. She had a direction. She didn't have to do any of this, but yet she had a calling. It spoke to her and kept her up at night, like you said. And because of that, she said, wow, this has to be like you, you actually use the words bigger than her. Exactly. It was yeah, because she said who she said when I thought about, you know, when she said I saw that it kept building women's confidence and and they were able to speak up in every area of their lives, personally and professionally, because it started out as just professionals and then. She thought about whose lives could she impact or could be impacted by giving this to someone who doesn't have that professional and they're in a different role or they're not in, um, 
you know, in a, uh, a part of their lives where they're maybe not in a season of their lives where they can even afford to have someone help them. Um, so yeah, I, I, I loved it too. And, you know, when she, she talked about how, um, you can take your nervousness and change it and put it in as a excitement. Yes. Um, but it's normal to be nervous, but if you can think of it as excitement and then how it's about what you're putting out, how the audience can be best served and how you need to know your audience. And then also just what is it that you want to give them and take it off of you? Like, it's not about us. It's about them. And you said you could so relate to that. And that excited you. I remember. Yes. That, that honestly is how I, I almost call it perform. How I perform when I speak is it's never ever about me. It is always about the audience and what I am leaving for them because the minute you take it away from yourself, you can't be nervous. You know, there's no way to be nervous because it's not about you. You are there to serve a role to be able to leave the audience, whether it's feeling inspired, feeling motivated or educated, you know, one of those things. So Dana, it was, I was so impressed with her personally, with her professionally and what she has accomplished and what she's striving to do. In the future. I mean, she's not done. She is still growing and moving forward. Yes, she is. And and for anyone listening, if you want to see what we're talking about, if you haven't yet, if you go to leaptosuccess.org, uh, you'll learn about the the well, it's still a nonprofit, even though she calls it for impact. Uh, but I always say we're, we talk about it all the time. We're leaping. We are leaping uh, leaps and bounds. I mean, it's growing. And to be able to see what the impact is in San Diego, but the hope is to get it, you know, in every state, every, you know, take it to the East Coast, right? right? West right. Coast, East Coast. Yeah. But um, and and then you know, we talked about taking an action. It's always about that. And every guest that we've had on has been about taking an action, which leads me to our next guest, which is Linda Sunshine West. And she actually has women action takers. (laughs) There you go. She formed that group. And she talked about, you know, it's always about taking an action and what that looks like. And we've talked about with each of our guests, you know, what was that moment, right? What was that moment? And her moment was at 51, which doesn't matter the age, right? As long as you have that moment where you figure it out and you figure it out maybe a second or third time. It's not even the first time, but um, she said she hired a life coach that uh, made her work really hard. And she had spoken up and was really nervous about it. Uh, But when she spoke, she stood up and spoke. Two women asked if she could repeat it because they they said it was so impactful to them. They wanted to hear it again. And at that moment, she realized that she had value. And then what was that? She took an action. Exactly. And I think once again, I think she and and another thing that resonated with me was her story about how she started doing videos with the the 
boy that had asked her to make a video and she did it for him and then he said can you make one every single day for me and she became so comfortable because it wasn't about her she wasn't doing it for herself she was doing it for someone else yeah that asked her to send one could you do it every day and she's like say no to that and she said if I say I'm doing something I'm doing something which was so awesome exactly and now I mean she is working on putting together an entire symposium in April of 2020 which we all know is a huge undertaking you know something that is not for the faint of heart so she yep. has not only started her own mastermind not only is she's doing these videos and coaching and teaching women how to gain confidence how to get out of their comfort zone and how to take action now she's looking to put together this is it I think two or three days right symposium in San yeah. Diego yeah, yeah I think it's April 14th through 16th net in 2020 yeah, yeah the women action takers symposium which is super exciting. yes exactly um, so so again you know another thing I remember is she had worked many, many, many different jobs. She, um, at, I had overheard her on a different podcast where she was um, speaking about how she would get bored. You know, she would work a job and she would be like, wow, this just, you know, isn't motivating me or there's really no why, you know, or it's not aligning with her why. And she kept going from position to position because she would just get bored because she wasn't being challenged. And then when she had that life coach and she kind of said, that's it. You know, this is the pivotal moment when I'm going to make this change and I'm going to affect others. Just as you mentioned with, with Dana, with the ripple, she decided she was going to start this ripple. So now you have these two women that are not related, not connected, but yet doing something similar, changing the world, you know, um, putting this into the universe to affect others. It's just absolutely amazing. Tonda? Yeah. Oh, there you are. (laughs) Okay, you're back. Yeah, so it's just amazing that she's putting it out there and she's now affecting many, many, many other women, which is absolutely incredible. And then she said her goal was five or no, 50,000 women because she started out, no, five five million. Five million because she started out at 50,000. And then we talked about the 10X, the Grant Cardone, which is amazing. Yes. and she 10 next it. And I was like, I just love that. Because in 2015, she wrote the book, The Year of Fears, and she faced a new fear every day. And she said she didn't know what it was going to be. She just would wake up. And, and the first thing that she thought about, you know, was what's what am I scared of today? And she said she didn't do anything, you know, big. But uh, I mean, it was big for her. But jump out of a plane, that kind of stuff that we think about. But the other thing uh, real quick with her was about how she was married to someone that told her really negative things and how people that say, you know, when we hear and we absorb negative things from people that they say to us, whether it's true, not true, um, you know, we start to think it, believe it. And, you know, that happened in my first marriage where I believed it. I believed that I was 
a horrible wife, mother, daughter, whatever. I heard it and heard it and heard it. And, um, you know, but then when I got divorced and moved away and I started a new job with new people, I was like, and people liked me and people said positive things. I was like, okay, well, it must not be that bad, but it definitely fuels you like it fueled Linda, you know, cause it, because it does affect us. And when you start hearing positive, which is what we're all about, it makes a difference because we're, you know, even like children, you believe what you hear. So if you give someone a positive and you tell them how wonderful and amazing they are, they're going to be wonderful and amazing. If you tell them they're not there, then they'll believe it and they're not. And it's, you know, for us, it's always about how can we have an effect on everyone to be more positive and to lift each other up and to be better together. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a shame that as humans, we give a lot more credence to negative than we do positive, you know, especially as women. And, you know, I was telling you that I just came back from a women empowering women event. And, you know, I was in a room with 50 of the top level mortgage executives in the country. Okay, so you would think that every woman in there had the highest level of competence because they should, right? They're they're presidents, they're COOs, CEOs, they're every high level you could think of. And that was not the case. Not the Mm. case at all. Um, So it goes to show you that don't ever assume that just because somebody on the outside may look a certain way or be labeled, you know, with a title or with a name or even how they look, that doesn't necessarily mean that deep down inside that they're feeling good because you don't know. You don't yeah. know if someone at home might be um, negatively giving f- giving them feedback or at work or wherever. Um, so you're right, Tanya. Yeah. It's I'm so glad you important. brought that up. Yeah. yeah I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that this morning um, about talking about that because one of our guests, you know, she's about the beauty on the outside, but it starts on the inside. And we'll talk about Tanisha, but um, yeah, I had someone ask me once, have, have you always been this high maintenance? And I looked at him and I was, it really made me mad. I said something not very nice, but I basically said, how dare you judge me? I've been a single mom working two jobs with no child support and two little mouths to feed. And I've worked hard to get to where I am. And so I think that people see us for only who we are today because they can't see and don't know what's inside or what we've gone through. And, and I think that's a good lesson for all of us, right? If someone's not nice or they're not kind, it's like, okay, there must be something going on. And the, the more positive and the kinder that we can be, the better, because we don't know where they came from. We don't know where they're at in their lives. And I they agree. may, and you know, I, I am one of those people that I always present well, you know, I take pride in, you know, being dressed and my makeup done, all those things. But that doesn't mean that on the inside every day I'm okay, because I'm not, right? Yeah, we and, all have days. And, and another thing, you know, that I want to share is, you are correct that you don't know what season someone is in. You you have no none of us know, right? And I 
something happened a few weeks ago that I think is a, just a nice story that I actually want to share. I was at a conference speaking and I happened to meet um, a young lady that I've seen on social media many, many times, you know, but we never physically met. And I had the pleasure of meeting her and she's got a high level position at a very large company, you know, so and very bubbly. And we hugged and we talked and we had a great conversation. And when I got back to my office the next day, I wrote her a handwritten note, you know, just telling her it was a pleasure to meet her and I'm so impressed with her and, you know, good luck and keep in touch type thing. Well, about a week went by and all of a sudden on social media, the card that I had sent her, she posted it. But that wasn't the part of the story to share. What she wrote on there was that she had been out of the office for a week because her mother is very, very sick. Mm. And she was visiting her mother. And when she returned to the office after being out of the office for a week, she was very overwhelmed. Everybody was coming at her. She's got a pile of emails and, and everybody, the phone's ringing off the hook. And all of a sudden, someone walked in and handed her my card. And at that moment, she read it and she said, I can do this. So you don't know how you're going to affect someone and you don't know when someone needs something. But as humans, we need to remember that we can help each other regardless of what season we're in. There's always something to share with another And that, again, creates the ripple to where now she is going to do something nice for someone else and it will continue to grow. And that's why you can't, it's so easy to judge and so easy to jump to conclusion and so easy to assume that people are only nice if they're trying to do something or get something from you. Now, that could be the case in some situations, but that's Certainly not the case in all situations. And you need to be open to accept that because if you don't, you could be missing out. Correct. I agree. And yeah, you never know. We, I mean, we never know. And I think it's better, not that you should assume, but it's better to just think about how can you be kind to someone no matter what. It, it, you know, it's like, how can I be kind and positive? And a lot of times I always say, if someone's not kind to you, it's about them. Right. It's not about you. That's um, right. Yeah. So the fact that you, you know, did something that made her day. And then, like you said, the ripple effect, she'll probably do it because of how you made her feel. Right. Absolutely. All right. So now let's go into Christine Beckwith. And, and you and I are actually heading to the uh, Vision 2020 Summit in a couple of days. Yes. Yes. Christine is a force to be reckoned with. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's her 2020 Vision uh, for Success uh, this week on Wednesday. And I know that you're going to be uh, leading a panel and I'm excited to go and just be there and I'm not participating why well, I'm participating but I'm not speaking or doing anything I'm just like I had said earlier to you absorbing yep. all the goodness and the energy and everything that comes with that um but I know Christine is I mean I love her energy I you know had heard you on the mortgage x podcast that she does and then uh once I met you I was like I really want to meet Christine because 
you know, she's broken glass ceilings and she's yep. written a couple books and, uh, you know, she's just been a woman's voice like yours in the mortgage industry that's changing it, which is, I think every industry needs change, but we're just more adept to what's going on in the mortgage industry. But for sure, every industry is starting to change and women's voices are more powerful. And she said her pivotal moment was, you know, that she had a great upbringing and uh, loving environment, great parents, but her parents made a lot of sacrifices because she grew up poor and she just wanted to change the trajectory of her life and her legacy. And, um, you know, that she had been one of the stories I loved. The story I loved the most was how she was denied being a speaker. Uh, she wanted yes. to be a speaker. And they, she was told that she couldn't because she was a woman. And that fueled her, you know, and it made me think about the quote that I love. I have in my house about the question isn't who's going to let me, it's who's going to stop me. And I just, I think of her when I hear her, right? I think that quote for, for her, um, really for all women, because I think it's a powerful quote, but, you know, she said that fueled her to the point where she was just like, no, I, there'll be a day when I'm going to change that. And I, I'll have my own platform to speak. <laughs> and she's like, it's always about the forward offensive moment movement, not, you know, we're leaving behind the things that have happened. We let it go, the damaging things and we heal and we do the right thing and move forward and have that, that offensive movement, which that's what she's doing. And I love that about her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And she's another one where she had the great job. She was an executive in a huge company. And she said, you know, in one year or in 18 months, I'm going to leave and start my own coaching firm. You know, she didn't have to, wasn't something she could have wrote out the rest of her career in a very good position, very successful. She didn't have to start at the beginning, but she had a calling. She felt that she was at the point in her career where it was time for her to share her knowledge and spread that throughout the entire industry, not just for one company. And once again, she, you know, she said, I'm doing this, even this summit that she's doing this week. I mean, the first year in business, she said, I am going to do this. I'm going to put away, you know, a cer allocate a certain amount of funds to be able to do this event and I'm not going to cheap out. I'm going to do it top notch. I'm going to make it so everybody's gonna speak about this event and everybody's gonna be so excited and educated and inspired afterwards. And I'm going to get powerhouse speakers. I mean, that's... Incredible. You know, the, the lineup of the people that are coming, she's got the top industry leaders coming yeah. to this event and all of us are doing it. Not no one's being paid to do this. This is something we're all doing because we believe in her. She's incredible. We love her. We love what she's doing for the industry. And she has always been there for us. And this is our time to give back to her and support her. And that was, you know, many times Christine and I speak and, and she's like, oh my God, I, I got this to do and that to do, you know, we're trying to organize it. And I always say to her, Christine, we are never going to let you fall. You have such a strong network of people that love you because of who you are and what you've accomplished in our industry of helping bring people up. You have a net. 
We're all holding hands around you and we will always be there to support you. And what what better do you need in life, right? To to not only have been successful to accomplish what she's had, but she also has this strong network of people that are surrounding and loving her. And that's that's a blessing, you know, to get to that point. Well, and it always starts with the vision, right? And I love that she's calling it a vision, yep. you know, her yep. 20 and her company's called that, but you know, she talks about that how emotion is the driving force and and she you can hear it in her voice and and she is emotional and you know, all the women that we've had on the show have all been driving forces and just, you know, want to change the world, which is that's what what causes them to take action. And yeah, I I mean, She's one of those people that she has such a clear vision that how could you not want to be a part of it? Yep. Agreed. Totally agree. Yeah, I'm very excited about this this week. I know it's going to be extremely successful. And I know that everybody's going to leave there just wanting more and ready for the next one. You know, so very, very, very excited. And we love her. You know, she'll always be a, a good partner of ours. Absolutely. Yeah, All right. She's and, great. Well, and then and we said we wanted to have her back on after the, yes! the vision conference to see, you know, how that felt, what it was like. And so I'm excited to have her back on when she you know, gets a little downtime. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, we There's still a couple more conferences in October. So probably once uh, October is over and we get into November, we could probably catch her. And I can't wait to hear her perspective, you know, afterwards. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. All right. And then we had Tanisha. Yeah, Tanisha. Oh, yeah. So she's the CEO of the Empowering Through Beauty. And she started that in 2010. And she, I just, same thing, love her energy. When you can feel, as I felt with you, Laura, when I heard you on the Morgan Jacks podcast, when you can feel someone's energy coming through, which, you know, Tanisha's passion yes. and energy yeah. came through, like, so loudly. Um on our, our podcast, but, um, yeah, she, and she talked about, you know, she was a single mom and she had to, uh, start a college. She was, she got pregnant, was a single mom, uh, had to quit college because she just couldn't do it. And then she had decided because she had all these, uh, gifts, right. We all have our gifts and she had a gift of doing hair and she was doing it on the college campus. And so decided the one thing she could do was go to school, cosmetology school, uh, while she was, you know, trying to be a single mom. And then that just let her, led her to, um, figuring out that's what her gift was and decide, and she did go back to school and get her yes. degree in yeah. psychology, but the whole her whole nonprofit came from listening to the women that were in her chair. She said kind of like um, with Dana where they were, she was working with women that had the money and the, you know, were professional and that would come in and get their hair done, but would tell her all these stories about, you know, she said it was kind of, it was draining, but she said God had given her a platform to be able to listen to women, but the, she would go home thinking, oh my gosh, there has to be more, right? She goes, I'm trying to figure out what I could do to help these women who are professionals that 
have all these things that happen to them, but how can I do that for women that are, aren't professionals? And so she just felt like there's just more I could do. And that's how she decided she was going to sell everything and start a nonprofit. But she said she took an action. She told someone that she was starting her nonprofit when she was filling out the paperwork. And by telling the, that woman, she said, oh, I can help you. And her husband was an attorney. And within a month, her nonprofit, her 503C was done. She yeah. started. And, and I got to tell you, once again, I have shared her story probably 50 times since she was on our podcast because I was so impressed with the fact that she was a young mom, right? She has her kids. She's taking care of her family. She has a business and she was so um, moved or so, so drained by listening to the negativity of these women in her beauty shop that she took an action, not a small action. She literally sold everything to, mm -hmm. to jump in head first. She didn't just like dip her pinky toe in, you know, and start a little bit. She, that was it. She made a decision and she said, you know, my faith is going to lead me and I am on a mission that, you know, because that attorney was able to do that in a month, I guess I'm getting a sign from above and I'm going to dive into this. And she did it and never looked back. She never looked back. Yeah, I know. I love that. She oh. said, well, you know, I'm a woman of action. I'm, and we were all like, we were both like, yes, no. that was, that's action. That is action. I, I mean, I yeah, have to tell you, like I mean, no, well, like that's, that's why I think to myself, you know, again, you know, we talk about the ripple. We talk about how, what, how are, um, these stories affecting others. And I even look at myself of, okay, yes, I started a wholesale company and yes, I was successful. I, I did that. But I think to myself, would I sell everything and completely start from zero right now to dive into something? I honestly have to hesitate on that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm somebody that, okay, think of that leap of faith that she took. I, I yeah. honestly can't even imagine it. And, yeah. and I have and well, to say, trust, that, right? is trust. That, that is trust. That is trust. Yes. Yeah. Up to God and fully trusting. And she just said, I kept getting all my prayers answered. Yeah. You know? and, and she said, she just, I remember saying, well, if corporate and successful women are struggling, there must be a huge need for the less fortunate that, you know, that are struggling. And, you know, and the other thing she talked about, which I really love because we're doing this at Leap to Success now, too, is she started um, the, um, what did she call it? The, it's the teenage, for the yeah, teenagers. Yes. Um, and I love that, too, because I'm like, it is important for, for us to be able to help girls at a younger age see it to hopefully deter them from some of the heartache and pain that maybe they wouldn't would have to endure if they didn't start a little sooner. Yeah, you know, you're, it's you're like right, having Tonda. a positive impact as a teenager. Yeah, you're right, Tonda, because if you think about it, if we can start earlier, 
right, with the teenage girls or even preteen girls, we could probably prevent some of the things that happen down the road. So you're you're correct. You know, it's almost like you have to be upstream and downstream at the same time, right? You have to kind of be hitting both areas because if you're going to have true change, you have to be working in multiple generations. You're correct. Yes, yes. and it's called Beauty Queens Conference. That's yes. what it was. I couldn't remember, but she said her daughters wanted to be in these beauty pageants and she had said, you're, you are a queen. You don't need a pageant to be a queen and feel like a queen, which is why she started that. But yeah, I'm like, wow, I wish I would have had, you know, foresight or someone in my life when I was a teenager that could help me see some of these things and have a voice sooner than I had a voice. And, um, you know, I think that I have this theory about 50, 50, right? I think 50% of our makeup is, um, our circumstance and 50 of it is there just innate, right. right? Nature versus nurture. And I have a discussion with a lot of people about that. And it's always interesting to get people's views, but I'm like, why well, have my own story? Because I know how I have two daughters and I know how they were inside of me. Each pregnancy was different, how they were as babies, how they were through puberty, how they are as adults. And some of the traits are just there. That's not the influence that I had on them. They both were raised in the same household. And I even talked to teachers that have had kids from, you know, the same family, three different kids, and they've come through their class and how different they are. Um, But, you know, it's like nurture versus nature. And I just think it's interesting. It's an interesting topic for me to talk about. But um, the, the nurture part could be different, right? Because even though... Like I grew up in a small town in Ohio and and I shared my story at one point about being raised in an alcoholic family, all those things. I'm like, I would have loved to have had someone who came along beside me and mentored me as a teenager because I feel like, you know, the nurture part wasn't there as much as I think there is a part of me that's a nature part that just I have this willingness or this, um, my coach always says, I just have this like hunger for knowledge and to be better and to serve and do all these things. And I think that is the nature and that's the gift part, you know, where the nurture part could is something that, you know, three people could be nurtured the same and they turn out completely different, which is the nature part. But, you know, having positive women in our lives, no matter what age you are, is so, so, so important. But starting and doing that is, with teenagers is even more so. Um, so I love that, you know, she's doing that with the beauty Queens conference. I love that Dana, you know, we started at leap to success, having, uh, a, a curriculum for teenage girls too. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things about Tanisha that I love that she started that. And I think having daughters probably prompted that a little more, but, um, that's one of the things I loved about, uh, that she's doing um, as yeah. far as, and, you know, and what's you know, I'm, I'm going to go back to a story of this last week of being with those top women executives again. And the thing that I loved about this particular event that I attended was again, top 50 mortgage executives, high level women successful. Okay. And during these discussions, they, they were very blunt where they said, okay, why don't more women help other women? Mm. 
And it was a, you could hear a pin drop in the room as it, and then honesty came out. One woman said, to be honest, I don't like other women. That was one. Wow. Next person said, honestly, there's probably one or two seats at the table and I'm not about to give mine up so somebody else could take it. That was another honest answer. And then another woman said, I honestly think as women, we're constantly judging each other and no one wants that woman to look, be, or act better than me. And all of a sudden, some of the conversations that we've had with some of the women on our show, I thought back. I thought back at Tanisha, you know, in those in that beauty shop where these successful women were complaining about their kids, their husband, their jobs, whatever. And I th- then I thought back of Dana, you know, walking away from her corporate job and going and helping others to leap to success. And then I thought about Christine walking away from her corporate high-level job to help others and build them up. And Linda doing masterminds to give confidence to other women. And I thought to myself, no. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that there's only one or two seats at the table or that you have to worry about that woman, you know, might be smarter, look better, whatever in the situation. Because like you just said, Tonda, we all have different gifts. Every one of us is unique, right? Every one of us. So what I can bring is going to be different than what you can bring and what Dana, Linda, Christine, Tanisha can bring is going to be different than us. But the beauty of all of that is together, we're amazing. Right. We are. I agree. I mean, and I think that's changing as far as the mindset. And that's one of the things Tanisha talked about was, you know, it's she does the makes them beautiful on the outside. But with her program, with her um uh, nonprofit, she it's six to seven weeks. And, and at the end of that, right. after she, you know, she's like, it's an about empowerment and the mindset, you know, that we all have to be responsible for our own lives. And she's helping them, you know, the makeovers come at the end, but it's really about being powerful and self-sufficient and changing the cycle and changing their mindset. And it's always about that. It's like, it starts with that mindset of feeling like, okay, this is, I am responsible that no one else is going to do it. I need to do it. And so just women realizing that, that we can make a difference. We have a gift. We can change someone else's life. Like you had said, there was younger women sitting at the table, women with with more experience and success. And how can you mentor those women? And it it could be a a woman that's even our same age. Yep. That's just not in the same mindset that we are. Right. Well, that was the great, that was the great thing. The, this organization came together that although those comments were said by the end, that had all changed. That was the beauty of it is that people walked in thinking one way and left saying, no, that's not the case. As a group, as a, a, a un, you know, one united group, we are together to be able to pull up others, regardless of how old they are or what, you know, what stage in life they're, they're in. We're here to pull up 
others. Whether it's men, whether it's women, regardless, it, it really doesn't matter. It's human. It's all of us. And the more that people speak about it, the more that organizations come together. That's why I was so inspired with being a part of that organization, because we we came in thinking one way and we left together and feeling we can change the world. And that's the beauty of it. As you go through these four first guests, they're changing the world. They came in, they're changing the world. They're making a difference. And it just one day they took that action and they started the wheels moving forward. And now here we are watching their journey and watching all the lives they're affecting and the future generations behind them. And that's what we can't ever lose sight. Yes. Agreed. I agree with everything you just said. That's why we started the podcast, right? And it's like the speaking that Dana talked about and like you talk about. When it becomes about them and not about us, when we always get our fulfillment when it's about someone else and helping someone else. That's what fills our bucket. You know, it's like, okay, it's not about me. It's about helping someone else. And the people that are the most fulfilled and most joy-filled that I know personally are the people that are out there making a difference, taking action, helping other people, you know, and that, you know, we're better together. And one of the other things too, really quick, I know we need to wrap it up, but the story that Tanisha talked about with this Rose, with Rose, one of the women that you know, she didn't want to come and, and, you know, once she did come and she had a makeover and all those things and she saw herself so differently and told everyone about it, but it came down to trusting a friend that kept saying, you know, and she said, I came because I trusted this friend that it was a good thing for me to do. And so I started thinking about that. That's the other part of the equation is trust, right? Building a trust with a community, with your friends, with other women, because it could be that you meet someone, but they don't know you. You haven't done anything to earn their trust. So are they going to listen? I think people listen when they trust you, right? That's part of the thing with Christine is that all these people, like you said, that are coming alongside her that won't let her fail is because they trust her and they know what she's about and they know her heart and they know what she's trying to do. And so trust is one of those things that's huge in the equation because I keep thinking, I want to write a book about it's, you know, consider the source, like, right. Are we willing to listen to people? It's like, consider the source. Do I trust that person? Consider the source. Is someone telling me something negative? It's like, yeah, do I trust them or do I really care what they think? You know, it's always about the trust. Right. No, that's a very good point. Yep. Well, well, I will tell you our first four guests were incredible. And now I just want to kind of do a little sneak peek of some of the guests we have coming up in the next few weeks. All right. So on October 23rd, we have Laura Wood and she's the executive director of Kids in a New Groove. This one is um, an amazing organization um, in Texas where they realized that children that are part of the foster care program are certainly at high risk of negative 
things, you know, whether it's going down the bad path, you know, getting into a, a not so good friend group, you know, or looking for some type of happiness that may not be ultimate happiness, you know. So they started an organization called Kids in a New Groove where they use music as an outlet for these kids that are part of foster care programs to come in, learn an instrument or learn to sing. And then they actually perform together in different, you know, outfits, you know, they go to charity events or different community events and they are a tight knit group of kids that come together like a band playing music to keep them together as a tribe or a community in a positive way. So, yes, yes. So that should be a good one on October 23rd. Then on October 27th, we have Hamira Kabir. This one, she's very interesting lady that actually has a master's of social in applied positive psychology. She actually went to school and has her master's degree in positive psychology. Um, She's a creator and the teacher of the Free to Flourish program, where she is going to teach us how to actually utilize positive psychology and be able to um, take some of the things that she has learned to actually help all of us and our and our listeners and ourselves to be able to use this information for a positive outlook on our lives. So really excited to hear about her. her. Yes. And then on November 3rd, we have Denise Hansard. She is actually a life architect. Um, She really focuses in again on positivity and she does a lot of research on you know we touched a little bit on this even today why is it that we can remember our negative moments easily easily we can call back those negative moments and we can um kind of resonate in them but yet the really good things you know, not not monumental like having a baby or something that we're never going to forget, but our little wins, our wins every single day that we have, we kind of just brush them off and move along and we really don't resonate in those, but yet the negative we hold on to. So she's someone that um, coaches and teaches people how to utilize the positivity and every single day get something out of it and how to move forward in our lives going, focusing on that. So very interested in hearing her um, advice also. Yes, that's going to be amazing as well. All good things, all different good positive things that we can share with with everyone and um we hope we you know i can see that we're getting more and more listeners which is awesome yeah um, so we love our listeners our you know yes. our goal listen when we started this tonda and i our whole mission was just to be able to spread positivity, you know, let people know that you're not alone, that, that, you know, you don't want to focus in on the negative, that you do want to focus in on the positive and that there is a community and a tribe that feels the same way. And we just want to be able to share that, you know, life is life, right? We all have life, but if we can realize that, together we're better and that we're in this together to enjoy and to um, 
really relish in those great positive moments and be one, our lives can all be a little bit happier. And we'll share that as a ripple. Yeah, for sure. Well, and we, you know, we talked about this too, Laura, where if it even impacts one person, we're making a difference. And it's always about, you know, we want to make a difference. And having the guests that we've had and the ones to come is about changing that mindset. Or uh, if one person hears something they needed to hear that day that changes their day or the trajectory trajectory of their life it's easy for me to say (laughs) Um, then you know that's that's what we're doing it for and you know so and and I will tell you Tonda if nothing else it touches me and I'm sure it touches you too so I can tell you that there's probably not a week at my company that I don't share one of the stories from the podcast with my company And I'm sharing it because I'm touched by the guests that we have and hearing their stories. And these are people that I probably would have never met in my life. So to all of our listeners out there, meet other people. I know we all kind of have our group of friends and group of coworkers and the business, whatever business we're in. Every time we meet somebody new, we can learn something from them. Yeah. And it was someone who we didn't even know, like you said, we didn't know them before, but you, you or I have reached out to them and, you know, hoping they'd say yes. And everyone said yes. And, and some of the people that have said yes, it was a, you know, can't do it right now, but absolutely want to be a part of it. So as we, you know, move further down the line, there's more people that, you know, we are going to have on that are, like the four we've had and the ones that Laura just spoke about, but we'll say have said yes, but it's just a timing thing, you know? And so it is wonderful to meet new people and uh, it always inspires me too. I mean, it's touching for everyone that we've had on here and all the ones to come. I'm sure there'll be something too that inspires us and, and changes our lives. And that's really what it's about because um, you know, we all have, hills and valleys and and you know there are people doing amazing things but they're even the people that are doing amazing things are they have their valleys too and they might hear something from one of these that um they needed to hear that day uh i i had lunch with a friend and she was saying well some people you know just everything comes easy for them and i said i don't believe that's true i believe that you think that because they make it look easy but Everyone has their struggles and everyone has someone they need to lift them up. Agreed. And that's what we're trying to do is be a positive influence to help others. And we say women, but if there's men listening, we appreciate you too. Absolutely. We're all in it together. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Tonda. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for doing our recap together with me today. And so excited for the next four um, people that we're having on and looking forward to it. So I guess uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah, well, yeah. Absolutely. I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing you this week in Florida. Um, I wish everyone a positive and productive week. And I guess my question would be for everyone or something to think about is, you know, what is your gift to the world and what action can you take this week uh, to make a difference in someone else's life? That's it. All right. Have a great week, everybody.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of Positively Charged Biz. I'm Tonda Hall. And I'm Laura Brandeo. We are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. Stay inspired. If you have an inspiring story, please reach out to us at inspired at positivelycharged.biz and connect to us on Facebook at Positively Charged and follow us on Twitter at B-I-Z Charged at B-I-Z-C-H-A-R-G-E-D.